0: everybody welcome back to another episode of the run pure sports pga what's this show called strokes Gain show on tuesday um i'll be your host tonight red kachik i'm joined uh by snyder and also locks ap will not be joining with us um and it sounds like we'll just do one golf show this week so we'll be previewing the Wyndham championship the uh, last regular season event before the fedex cup playoffs i believe that's right and uh yeah, interesting takes. I think we had pre-show, so it should be a fun show for everybody. Um, I'll hit Snyder first. Snyder, how's everything going? I don't know if you guys want to talk about last week a little bit. Um, usually usually Tony likes to brag about his winners from last week, so I, I don't know how you guys want to do it on the strokes game, do any stroking or not, but uh, Snyder, I'll I'll let you open up.
2: Yeah, it was a really good week last week, aside from uh, the Cameron Champ uh, withdrawal after Locke, which was uh, definitely hurtful. Uh, he was a soldier last week as well. Uh, the other two soldiers played well, did well. I had some uh, decent lineups there. Uh, I was uh, off of some of the quote-unquote I thought was a bad chalk there with like Aberg and stuff, but it just didn't work out with Cameron Champ dead. I was basically dead on, I only played a few teams last week. But I think I played champ on, like, three of my five teams. So those three teams are definitely drawing dead uh, right when the the, the golf tournament teed off, essentially. But uh, it was a good week overall. Uh, Had some sweats on Sunday for an outright. Just didn't get there. I didn't have Hodges. So I had a couple guys that were, like, third and fourth, but uh, didn't get there. So uh, looking forward to this last event, though. I I really like this course sets up interesting here with it being a lot shorter i'll get into that more after a while yeah
0: it is a, it is a good bit shorter and honestly i poked around a little bit on some of the stats for off the tee because you brought that up in the discord and uh so we should have a nice little course discussion there so locks sounds like you didn't love last week as much I, I was on the same boat i didn't really love last week uh i had some really high finishes and then it had three guys that just didn't know how to play golf mainly on friday to be honest but um, didn't have any Hodges, but uh, basically littered the top 10 and then littered the bottom 10, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm pretty much with you there, Drew. Um, just kind of a hit and miss type thing. I was totally on point with uh, Hideki and Fino over Cam Young and him, so I was right there. There's plenty of other spots we were wrong, but hey, we tried to pick more right than wrong. Uh, that's how it goes. Um, we move on to a new week and then here we go. We're going to be at the top again. We got the Wyndham here, so I'm excited to dive into another week. Obviously, you always want to move on, pick some winners the following week. And that's what we're going to do for you guys. But I'm sure we're going to get an elite breakdown by Snyder first.
0: Yeah, I guess we can go ahead and roll it into uh, the Wyndham championship. We played here at Sedgefield for quite a long time, since 2008, I think. Um, so, yeah, Snyder, let's, uh, let's hear a little bit about the golf course.
2: Yeah, we're uh, here at Sedfield Country Club for the final event of the season here before the playoffs begin next week. is a par seventy, measuring seventy one hundred thirty one yards. Uh, here's the third shortest track on tour. Here, huge week for many in the field here as they try and uh, to make the playoffs here with only the top seventy making it to the playoffs this year. Uh, driving accuracy is going to be huge here with these narrow fairways measuring at around twenty eight yards wide on average. Uh, distance is not needed here as. Uh, even uh, Henrik Stenson once won this event without even carrying a driver with him. Uh, the Bermuda Rough here is tough to gauge here at times. If you venture out into the tree lines as well, uh, you're basically uh, punching back into the fairways a lot of times. They're really penal if you miss the fairways here. Uh, the greens here are slightly larger than average, right around 6,000 square feet on average. The Bermuda Grass Greens will be rolling at around 12 on the stint meter. This Ross design has six holes with water in play, uh, a couple of tough par threes that play over 220 yards. The two par fives do yield a birdie percentage of over 50% here, so you must take advantage of those two holes. The majority of iron shots, I think, are going to be coming in from 125 to 200 yards, right in that yard bucket this week, uh, with eight par fours playing 400 to 450 I'll be looking at average distance from fairway again here. As it ranks second highest, uh, the stat I was looking at it ranks uh, second best uh, here. Key stats I'll be looking at: strokes gain off the tee, accuracy, uh, approach, uh, Brace better percentage opportunities gained, and then putting with an emphasis on Bermuda.
0: All right, very good. Yeah, we. If you look back at through some like some of the past winners. Uh, Tom Kim won here, obviously, not known as one of the longer hitters on tour. He was going through a stretch of playing some really, really good golf from the European Tour into the PGA Tour. Um, the year prior was Kevin Kisner. He won in a playoff against Adam Scott, Kevin Na, Brandon Grace, Roger Sloan, and Sibu Kim. Again, a group of guys that aren't very long off the tee, so... Um, And then I'll just pick off a couple winners because it's kind of a comical list of guys. It's just the last event before the playoffs. I don't think it's the best field, but we got Jim Herman won this event in 2020. JT Poston, Brant Snedeker, Henrik Stinson, like you talked about, and then Siwoo Kim back in uh, 2016. So yeah, the only, the only additional thoughts I'll just add and more to supplement what you, what you mentioned is, yeah, there's, there's really only like five holes that look like they blast drivers. The two par fives, Hole 18 and hole 14. Um, hole 14 is about 501 yards on average, is what they played at. And 18 is 503. And then obviously the par fives are are pretty gettable. I think it's one of the easiest par five, the pair of easiest par fives on tour. Um, but you'll like I'm just looking through the scorecard. I'm seeing guys hit it like 265 on average on a couple of these holes, 275 on average, like on one, um, two sixty-three average on 13. So, like a lot of guys are are definitely hitting less than driver. So to your point, driver is not a huge deal. Accuracy, but again, it's negated because they don't have to hit driver. So I think overall, if the guys are you know driving it well, I'm working on a stat right now. I'll drop it in the Discord tomorrow for the, the Rumpier Sports members. Um, and just looking at at the distances of holes where the average drive was between 265 and 280 and looking at the weighted driving, dis- or weighted driving accuracy for those players in the field. So I think that'll be interesting because obviously... 265 isn't a driver. Um, and I did a couple other filters there. Like, if they lost like two, two strokes off the tee, they probably hit a 260 in the water. It was a bad drive. So, um, I'm working on that before the show. It was cranking out and then my Excel crashed. So be determined and uh, I'll post it tomorrow in, in the Discord. But yeah, I think it's pretty straightforward. It's, it's who can hit the irons the best. Obviously, get it in play is, is step one, but I don't think, I don't think it's like going to be a huge tour for these guys. Like, they should be able to get it in play if they're hitting it 270 off the tee. Um, really just hit the irons well and then putt well. We, we just see really good putters play well here. I think over the last 10 years, the average strokes game putting number for a winner is 5.7 strokes putting game. So, yeah, bring the hot putter. Um, locks, any, any thoughts on this or we can jump into uh, the top range?
1: No, I mean, I think you guys kind of nailed the course breakdown there. So I don't think I got much to add. Let's just dive in. All right, perfect. Um,
0: yeah, we'll start with the 10 K range. So we got some JM at 10, eight, somewhat surprising for me, the Deki Matsuyama at 10, six, Russell Henley at 10, two, and we have Sam Burns up there at 10, even, uh, one thing that, you know, I'll, I'll just mention as we go down is obviously the strength of field is a bit weaker than what we've seen. Um, and a lot of this is course history as we see some of these guys priced up here in the eight K's like Bo Hossers, 8,300, probably, the most expensive he's been in like three years besides the Barracuda. Uh, but yeah, Sung JM has great course history. He's got three top 10s in the last four years. Um, same with Russell Henley, uh, Sam Burns, the T13 back in 2020, and Hideki has been mixed. So I'll start with you, Snyder. Um, obviously, a smaller range here to kind of kick it off. Anybody that you're really leaning to, or maybe overall your thoughts on lineup construction, are these guys necessary?
2: Yeah, I really don't like too many guys up top this week. I think I'm going to play one guy here in the 10K range, and it's going to be uh, Russell Henley this week. I'm, I'm going to be playing him. I think he will be fairly chalky uh, this week, maybe around 20%, it looks like. Uh, that's fine, though. I think uh, the ownership's going to be pretty much spread out uh, pretty much everywhere, uh, 9K and up. I think it's going to be pretty well spread out. So I'm going to play Russell Henley this week. Uh, I'm gonna give him that pass for the miscut he had at the open championship. Comes back overseas where he's played really good uh here in the in America this year. Uh, he was 16th, 16th, 14th, 19th, and 35th before heading overseas. I think he'll be right, I think he'll be right there close to uh, another potential chance to win this. Win. He's been top 10 three years in a row here. He's gotten better every year, too. 9th, seventh, fifth. So maybe this year he goes from fifth to third or fifth to first. Uh so wouldn't be on Henley this week. I like him the best up top. I know Sung JM has some really good course history here as well, but he's just not playing good right now. And, uh, he missed the cut last week at a weaker tight field there. Uh, just don't see him, you know, I don't even see him breaking top 20 maybe. I mean, he hasn't finished his top 20 in quite a while. So 10, eight is too high for me there. Decky's fine. If you want to go there, he's generally hasn't played this event that much, uh, did finish 11th back in 2018, it looks like, uh, with a couple MCs following that, so probably won't be there. Burns is fine, I guess, if you want to go there to kind of mix it up. I mean, he's a good tournament play, but I think I'm just going to go Henley up top.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I think I'm going to go with you there. Um, Locks. what are your thoughts up here?
1: Yeah, for me, um, I'm going to try to get – I'll probably be a little bit different this week. I could honestly see fading all four of these guys and just starting in the 9Ks. Um, it's definitely what I'm looking at. Obviously, now is when I kind of start looking at everything. So, uh, that's just kind of what I'm first looking at. Um, I could see a path for that. I'm going to kind of be off of Henley just because of ownership. And M, I think, is going to get steamed just because of his three top tens here in the last four years. But he's playing so bad right now. And I just, I don't see it. I'm with Snyder there. I don't see him placing the top 20, 25. So I'm off of Sungjae. For me in this range, it's going to be Henley and Burns. If I'm going to play anybody Um, just Henley looks grades out really well for this course and Burns, I'll be throwing in a little Burns because anytime I can get him around 15 or lower in a field where Henley and Matsuyama and him are going to be way more steam than him, I'll gladly go to Bermuda Burns um, any day of the week. So for me up here it's probably henley and burns if i'm playing anybody but i might be leaning towards fading all these guys
0: yeah definitely henley definitely stands out obviously he's been playing great all year and obviously if you've been playing pga dfs for the last you know three months you've probably been clicking russell henley a fair bit um he's usually priced at 7600 or at least under 8k and he fills lineups pretty well and he's been so solid stats wise so and with the course history here he's been great honestly his course history has been fantastic. His putter really hasn't done it for him. Um, his last, like last year, he finished fifth. He gained almost eight strokes on approach. He lost 0. 3, 0. 0.3 putting. Um, and just talking about the guys that have to putt well to do well, uh, he finished fifth, you know, losing strokes putting. So, um, yeah, his irons have been pretty much on pace with that. He, he gained six strokes of the John Deere Classic, seven strokes at the U.S. Open on approach, six strokes at the Memorial. So, yeah, I love Russell Henley here. I probably won't be doing Burns. I I think he's fine for GPPs if you play a bigger pool. Um, Honestly, you could probably argue this has some type of Valspar-Innisbrook correlation with the way the driving is set up. Uh, So Sam Burns could definitely do that. Um, Hideki, I'm kind of torn on. I actually really liked Hideki last week. And if we talk about irons, he's been, he's number one in the field for me with approach over the last 10 tournaments. So, Hadeki's a guy that kind of intrigues me a bit. Um, he was a tough is, one for
1: me too, Drew. I'm yeah. with you there. I don't know. Maybe you can talk me into him a little bit.
0: I don't know. It's just his ceiling, and and honestly, I think the miscuts scare people off. And he's obviously expensive, so you're trying to pay for safety, right? Like, but for in a vacuum, decky over Russell Henley would be the play most weeks. So I don't know. I'll, I'll kind of depend on ownership. Um, I think my thoughts are I'm going to play Henley in my main lineup. I would probably play Henley in, in the majority of my main teams. And then I would look to play Hideki and Sam Burns, um, depending on the ownership and some of the leverage GPP. So, so Jam I'm just going to be out. It just doesn't make sense yeah. to me.
1: I don't care how low his ownership is. I think it. we if all he's agree. It's so bad. Yeah. So, I think we all agree on him being the fade. I it just, doesn't make, the, sense. It doesn't make sense. I would sense agree with Hideki if he's under like 15%, if he's 15% or lower all day.
0: Yeah, so it just depends on where ownership kind of shakes out tomorrow between Hideki and Sam Burns for me, but I think both those two guys are kind of interesting GPP plays. Um, but Henley is definitely the going to be the chalk, and I think he's the safest at ten two with his course history and good iron form. So we can move down into the nine K range. Um, we got a decent range here. Like Adam Scott lost in a playoff here two years ago. He's at ninety seven hundred. We got Shane Lowry, Aberg. Post in JT at 9,100 and Siwoo Kim. Um, I'll be honest, I, I feel like Siwoo Kim is is well underpriced, but I will start with Snyder and you can, uh, you can let us know what your thoughts are here in the 9K range.
2: Yeah, I think I might actually fade this whole range and anchor my teams with Hanley there. I kind of like the guys' priced below these guys. I think they're just as good, if not as good, and they should be lower owned. I see a couple guys like, um, Austin and Siwoo are going to be 20-plus percent ownership, I think, this week. Uh, jts he's playing some absolutely great golf. Uh, he won this event back in 2019. Definitely get uh, the popularity there. I just don't know if I'll get to him this week. And then Siwoo hasn't really been playing that good recently, a couple of missed cuts and such. Does have three top fives here in the last five years. It's been boomer bust for him here Uh Three top fives, two missed cuts in his last five trips here. I definitely think he's interesting for sure. Uh, but if he's going to be like 22 to 23% ownership, I think I may just be off of him there. And then just just play my chalk guy with Henley. I think Henley will be in that 20 to 25% range. I'll just eat my chalk there and fade the rest of this chalk in this range. I don't think I'm going to go to Aberg again this week. I was off him last week. He just hasn't really shown that much upside outside of the John Deere. He's had one top 20 this year. Uh, it was fourth of the John Deere, but, uh, I think, uh, with this being a shorter course too, uh, it kind of negates his off the tee play there as well. He can bomb it off the tee. He's not going to be able to pull driver as much as he'd like to here. So I'm going to be off of him. And then, uh, if I had to pick anybody, I think Adam Scott's actually going to be one of the lower own guys in this range. Uh, i think adam scott would be fine for tournaments uh he did give second here a couple years ago uh so i think uh, he'd be the guy i may look to up here at 9700 it's kind of i think that price tag will kind of keep people off him as well with uh you got pasta you got jt you got see i think jt's still gonna see some ownership this week i wouldn't be surprised if he got 12 to 15 percent i i don't think i will be getting there though uh I haven't clicked his name all year and definitely uh, I put a tweet out a couple days ago saying he was 9.1 K with his back against the wall. Who's clicking on him and didn't get that many uh, replies saying they would, but uh,
3: with the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: I'll let uh, AP and uh, Locks keep playing them, and I'll just keep on the sidelines. Uh, he's got a, he can turn around here sometime soon. You'd think, but I think he kind of needs like a hard reset where he just like st- stays away from the clubs for like a month or something, and then comes back. But we'll he's see a Ricky after. Fowler
0: reset, a Ricky Fowler reset. Just <laughs> just stop playing for the fall. And, That's uh, gonna take a while,
1: though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird range. Like none of these guys really besides SiWu have the course history to back it up. Like there's, there's top finishes, but it's all kind of mixed. I mean, Poston's just boomer bust almost, I mean, just all, all August and September pretty much, but like a first and a bunch of missed cuts around it. He's just, he's a really tough one to peg. And then Adam Scott, the same thing. Um, So locked. any, any thoughts here, or do you just want to talk about Mr. JT?
1: Yeah, no, I have a few thoughts. And, and not the post in JT. He might be the Mr. Yeah. JT now. No, no actually, the other JT. Actually, the post in JT is going to be a fade for me this week, I think. Um, I'm personally going to be off of him. I do like three names in this range. Uh, for me, I mean, I could see starting out a lineup with Adam Scott, Aberg, and JT. Um, that's just kind of where I'm looking. Not JT posting. yes, I am talking about Justin Thomas. Um, hey, it is what it is. He even said it himself. One swing, one tournament, anything—it it can change it in a in a blink of an eye. It is what it is. Us that have played a bunch of golf know how knows how that goes. You know what I mean, um, Drew? I'm sure you've been through a bad spell before. It, it's tough to find, but once you find it, it's like, oh, really? That's all it was. So yeah. it, it's something that could just—it could spark him. And he's too talented of a guy for me to say. I mean, X's name out, especially at lower ownership. I'll gladly keep jabbing him in there. Um, I think you have to but we'll see i mean shame on me if he's gonna play bad but i'll keep doing it it is what it is and then aberg and Scott I just think are too talented here at low ownership as well all the ownership's going to post and and Lowry I'm gonna go with the other three guys here and i might even start lineups with them
0: yeah i think i think the the one thing that helps jt the most the the Justin Thomas jT um yeah I'll also be fading jT and so i'll just refer to justin thomas's jt um is like he does have course history and it's bad so i think that helps his case a little bit of being you know sub 15 percent owned otherwise i yeah. think you know for the last couple of weeks it's felt like yeah we can throw in a sprinkle of jt just in case this is the week he finds it and then he's 22 percent owned or 18 percent owned and you feel like oh well the sprinkle just wasn't worth it and especially when he's missing cut so uh, I do think it, it almost helps him in a way where people would look at JT, look at his course history and his recent form, obviously, at least his recent results and kind of put two and two together that this isn't the place for him to, uh, to spark that return. So uh, I'm kind of on the fence. We talked about this pre-show, like honestly his ball striking stats have looked pretty good for me. Um, so the stats that we pull is ball strike is off the tee and approach numbers have been good. But, um, at a shot level and his around the green and his putting have all been negative. So again, he's, he's doing a lot of things wrong around the green and putting and not enough, right off the tee and ball striking, but I don't think it's that far off. And I think that's the biggest piece to the puzzle for JT is he's not that far off, but how long will it take before he does find it? And you shows us what JT can do. So yeah, as far as this range um, I haven't been playing a ton of Adam Scott. I just, he's been doing a lot with the putter. Like he's been one of the best putters on tour this year. Uh, obviously, we talked about you need a good putter. You see, this week so it takes putting. It does take putting. Um, yeah, he might be. He might be an interesting one to to play. a <laughs> reason it's not to play JT though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean Adam Scott's still getting ownership though. Like, yeah. I feel like people are. I don't know. I would want people to look at Adam Scott gaining strokes putting. I think it was like the British Open or the week before. Was it the John Deere play? Maybe, and he's been gaining like, uh, like two and a half strokes putting per round. And you would think that would be low. Oh, no, people play that somehow. So um, I'm with Snyder though on Aberg. So I think, I think Aberg his off the tee game has been phenomenal. Like the dude is unreal off the tee. It's a lot of fairways. Hits a really far, he's gaining almost a 10th of a shot off the tee every single tee shot, which is unreal. Um, but he's still losing strokes on approach. And like we said, if, if off the tee is negated here, you're going to be kind of laying back to the same yardages and you're still losing strokes on approach it's not going to do well. Um, So I think Aberg is the guy I will be out on, even though I've been talking him up and uncle T will be sad about that. Um, But I'll be a little bit different. I think a Siwoo Kim, I'm, I'm excited to play. I've been playing a lot of them most of the year. I have his ball striking his approach numbers are some of the best in the field. Obviously has really good course history and sometimes Siwoo Kim courses are just Siwoo Kim courses. So I'll be playing a good chunk of Siwoo Kim. Again, I think he's underpriced at nine K um, and that's really my favorite play in the 9K range. Um, no one else up here has been, you know, super solid, at least in what I like to look at. poston has been good finish-wise, but not in the stats that I like to look at. So we can move down into the AK range. I got a text from uh Cupmaker Jeff, he might join us here in a few minutes um Ooh. to talk a little bit about this uh this event, the Wyndham Championship. So let's move down to the AK range. I assume Snyder, if you're not gonna play anybody in the 9K range, you're gonna start with Henley. You'll click a name or two in the AK range. So, who do you like to click here in the AK
2: range? Yeah, I think there's a, a lot of good options down here. Uh, starting at the top, I think I could play all three of these guys at the top: Jaeger, Davis, McCarthy. I was uh, heavy on Cam Davis last week. Top ten from him there. He finished fifteenth uh, here a couple years back when he played it. I think he's fine. Uh, he's played here a couple times. I think he was like top twenty-one a few years like back in like twenty seventeen or something, and then. 15th in 2020 so i think cameron davis is a fine play good upside target there uh yeager's been playing well like just t the green i mean he's gaining nearly a stroke a full stroke uh, around those last 36 rounds so like Jaeger uh, he finished top 15 here last year 30th 13th and 9th in his last three events too i think he's fine and i will be playing some chalk here in uh denny mccarthy i'm gonna play some denny mcputts here this week, he's played well. Like the John Deere, he was good at the Travelers, he was good at the US Open Top 20. There, second at Memorial. I think uh, he's Denny, not just putting, he's doing other no. things well, yeah. and it's, the putting's uh, still I, good,
0: which is phenomenal. Yeah, Denny's he's yeah, definitely could, in play.
2: I think we could see him price where JT Poston is. I think he's maybe five, six hundred too cheap here. So, well, wasn't he points. the highest priced at the John Deere? Is I that thought right? He was in that 10K range, yeah. yeah. I, think I thought he was, it was the highest price, yeah.
0: Yeah, now he's falling to eighty-seven hundred. He's
2: cheap. <laughs> yeah, i argue he's cheap. Neck, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, Aaron Rye, I don't think I'll get. That. I mean, he was fine last week. He had top twenty again. I mean, he's been boomer bust uh, quite often here. He's got two missed cuts since the last seven events played. Uh, those four were solid though. A third at the Canadian Open, top tenth. Uh, uh, Rocket Mortgage top twenty last week. He's I think this is kind of like a Benny on track, even if if I was going to go there, 8,400. He was third here back in 2019. Uh, Made the cut here in 2021 as well. He was third at the Scottish Open. I think Benny on could be an interesting target here if you're looking for that. I I won't be on Hostler. I'll be off him. Alex Smalley is another option here. I mean, he's had some pretty good finishes here as of late and was uh, 29th and 13th his last two events here. I think he could get a little steamed up a little bit, catch some ownership there. Um, I'm going to be on some, uh, for if, I, if I'm looking for like a 150, if I play 150 this week, I will have a sprinkle of Taylor Moore in there. Uh, he was fourth at the, he's been completely boomer bust this year. He won, a, he won a, what was it, like, uh, he won some event like a couple of months ago, was top five at the Rock. Taylor Party. Moore won the
0: Valspar, which we Valspar, just talked about, yeah. Sam Burns. I, it may not be true, but it, it could be correlated. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So I think he's definitely fine for like 150. He was top five here last year, has another top five uh, a couple of months ago or so, but has been kind of boom bust as of late, missing four of his last five cuts. But uh, definitely an upside guy there. My favorite my favorite play in this range is probably Danny McCarthy and then like uh Steven Yeager or something like that. I think uh definitely going I don't I think I'm gonna be off of Hadwin as well. I didn't play him last week, he missed a cut. He, Missed the cut at the Scottish Open as well, or no? He missed the cut at the John Deere. It looks like. Uh, so I'm gonna probably be off ahead. When I think he could be, what's his ownership? About uh, 10% ain't bad. But yeah, I think my top two guys is going to be uh, Denny McPutts, Jaeger, and then probably Cam Davis. Okay.
0: Locks, what do you think about <laughs> this AK range?
1: Yeah, some similarities. Um, Snyder, I'd say McCarthy definitely is probably my favorite as well um i'll probably talk about him <clears throat> later too as well i just i'm really high on him this tournament i think mccarthy this course fits him well obviously course history wise is decent nothing spectacular but solid he's been playing solid golf He's coming off a missed cut so hopefully that'll keep his ownership a little bit lower i still think he's going to get a little steamed up but i'm okay going there with that chuck so i'll play mccarthy i like the jaeger call i've been on him all year um just continues to impress us really ball striking is just Solid all around the board um, from what I'm seeing for him. So I'll definitely be in on Jagerbaum. Benny Odds and another guy. Uh, I agree with you, Snyder. I'm in on as well. Just ball striking as well. Teta Greenwise, super solid um, really this whole year. So I could see him contending here. And then I'm right there with you on Taylor Moore. I think this is a Taylor Moore track. Um, there's just tracks that he plays well. I think this is a track that he could easily play well on um coming off some missed cuts he's not going to get owned he's going to be sub 10 percent so I'm definitely okay going there and then the one guy I wanted to mention is Alex Smalley um been playing really good golf I think 8100 is too cheap cheap for him he's made seven of his last nine cuts I just I really think he's not going to get owned and that's a guy I want to be on this week um really in those seven to nine cuts he's finished outside the top 40 one time so Um, definitely some interest there at $8,100. I think Alex Smalley is going a little bit overlooked.
0: Yeah, actually, like another guy down there, and it's not named Taylor Moore. Um, Yeah, the more I look at Denny McCarthy, I mean, I I was kind of shocked to see him at 10K a couple weeks ago or a month ago. Um, I mean, we always knew he was a great putter, but, like, when you started looking back through his season, like, the dude's been very solid, and it hasn't been just the putter. His putter has stayed hot. Um, he's just a he's just a good putter. That's just kind of how it is. We, if people talk about putting regression, no one ever talks about Denny McCarthy's putting regression. It just stays solid. Um, but his ball striking has improved this season quite a bit, and that's the reason why he's had so many top 10. So yeah, I do like Denny McCarthy, and I do think it's a really good fit on this uh, on this golf course. Um, he's also been leading. He's one of the best inside of like uh, proximity inside of eighteen feet over the last five tournaments. So the other two down here though, I I am with you on Smalley. I think Smalley 8,100 is a really good play and he is getting overlooked. He's been very consistent ball striking wise, um, having a lot of close looks above the field average. Um, He's above the field in every single distance that I track, 12 feet, 18 feet, 24 feet. He's beating the field just a matter of making a few putts. And again, that's a, it's, I mean, the the proximity is, you know, it's two parts. It's mainly approach, but it obviously has to include some off the tee and if his approach game is, is positive, which it is, that means a lot to me this week. So I do like Smalley. But I'll tell you who's mirroring mirroring uh, Alex Smalley statistically, and that's Chris Kirk. If you throw out his Open Championship, the oh, guy's yeah. been extremely consistent. I think he lost three strokes on approach at the Open. I don't care about that. I don't care, I don't care about the British Open. <laughs> Love it. I mean, it, the dude's from Georgia. He probably didn't even like going over there. He probably He probably intentionally lost three strokes just so he could go home. Um, he probably didn't, but I like he, he probably, probably he did. probably played bad. but I, I think Kirk has been playing really well. And again, this is a golf course where distance isn't really a huge advantage. Um, it's no advantage besides like four or five holes. Um, Kirk's irons have been great. He's above the field in almost every single stat that I'm looking at this week. Uh, I like Chris Kirk and his results here are mixed. Like he doesn't have any really top finishes, but they haven't been bad. Um, going back to 2018, he's got a T 11, T-51 and a T-29, I think, uh, two years, a couple years ago. So he hasn't played here in two years. Um, So I do like Chris Kirk to have a nice uh, return here. And like I said, Alex Smalley, uh, I just like that play. The rest of this range, though, I think Aaron Rye is going to be super chalky. And I haven't been playing a ton of him. He's a first round leader guy, maybe showdown. And then that's it for me. But uh, yeah, that's I think that's it. I, I probably will pass on Cam Davis this week. Been playing a lot of them. I want to see. Uh, I want to see what this bottom 8K range does for me this week. Did uh, Jeff is not joining us? Yeah,
2: yeah, oh, is he here? Right. Sorry. Here.
0: There you go.
2: That's I just mean that.
0: I got it in a preview window, and it must not have refreshed.
3: Jeff, welcome.
0: Hey, hey. How's everything
3: going? Good. So, uh, did you? I mean, I I agree with like. I think Denny McCarthy is going to be the most popular player on the slate. I really do, and I think he's the best play, and I think he's even the most popular play. So sorry, I'm doing this from my phone, but yeah. So I, I, I think that's. I think he's going to be the chocolate for good reason. Um, You mentioned Rye. I think he was obviously super popular last week. I think he'll be popular again, but I think he's a good play. So I mean, that's fine. I love Chris Kirk. Love Chris Kirk this week. So great. I mean, totally agree with you there. Smallly agree with you there. and I'm gonna play probably a little bit of Hadwin. Um, but those that can't I'm gonna pass Cam Davis. Guys in this range, I'm gonna play McCarthy. I'm probably gonna lock McCarthy. I'll play some rye, I'll play I'll play overweight Kirk. Certainly just play some Smalley and then some Hadwin. Guys, you guys mentioned earlier you guys mentioned earlier, guys. I'm basically fading the entire 10k range. I'm not playing anybody up there. Um and instead I'll sprinkle a little Lowry. I'm not playing any Aberg. I'm not playing any Poston. Um, but you guys mentioned Justin Thomas earlier, which I think is a at very least a good tournament play, right? Because he could win this by eight shots or he could be DFL. So I think yep. he's at very least a good tournament play to have a few shares of him. Um and then Siwoo is the goat here, so he's worth worth some worth firing as well. So
0: Thank oh. you. Love it. Walks or signer, one of them wasn't on the on the Siwoo Kim train. Uh, um, I was off,
1: but he, I think I just got talked in a little. I mean, you play Siwoo Kim where Siwoo Kim likes to play. Yeah, it's true. You he's like right
0: playing where Siwoo Kim likes playing. That is that's, very that's, true. that's that's the rules. And he is, um, he
1: is one guy that that is very true for. <laughs> and he's been
0: playing good. Um, any other thoughts up there, Jeff, on the 9k range besides just just fading? Are you are
3: you just going to build off the of 9k and then into the 8k? Yeah, that's, I, that's your thoughts. The over, overweight Shane Lowry. I'm gonna fade Aberg. I'm gonna, but you know, guys, it's weird. I feel like we're talking about JT Posin. Everybody's gonna play him. I don't think many people are gonna play him. I, I think a lot of people are going the same narrative we're on. They watched him dunk it on 18, right last week, going for the YOLO bomb. I just think people are gonna be off him. And if he is, let's just say he's 12 percent owned. He's a fucking great play, <laughs> right? Like if he's sub fifteen percent, I think he's a terrific play, and I think the higher stakes you go, the lower owned he's going to be.
1: Probably. Probably. Oh, I was on mute. I love the quote, though. I mean, I'm not out here to play for a second. I love it. Oh yeah. Oh
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. But but, but 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 again, that's the like, again I, part of the problem is locks is like no one was watching the end of that tournament. Yeah. Everyone, Moved on. it was yeah, true but well, a lot of people don't even know what happened so like, unless you're a huge golf nerd most people don't even know what happened like oh i don't i, I don't know what he's talking about they didn't even pay attention to that
1: yeah
0: well it's easy to say he also had like a three-shot cushion on second i think or third yeah he did on third yeah so he probably thought at worst he's gonna make double
3: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and then he blew it. he's like yeah i didn't Oops. care though Oops. he probably did the math he, he thought he could at least still finish second yeah <laughs> even though he was trying to win it but uh yeah that didn't work out Um, any thoughts real quick Jeff so I've thrown out the hypothesis that this could be correlated with Sam Burns
3: with Lucky Land Sluts you can get lucky just about anywhere this is
0: your captain speaking Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so I suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky
1: In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really?
0: Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: I never win and
0: tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for
3: free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Valspar. Taylor Moore. Valspar. Copperhead. Laying back a little bit off the tee. Irons. Make some putts on some Bermuda. What are your thoughts? Hold any water at all. Maybe.
3: I mean, I agree. I mean, look. I mean, this is there's there's horses for, and, and it could be a Sanjay track, right? I mean, look at Sanjay's history. Obviously, his form's not good. No, I, I don't disagree. But you, but you guys hit the nail on the head. I mean, if you're gonna bet before you bet Sam Burns, you might as well bet Henley. And I, and I, and I, but I, I got yeah, but I agree. I mean, from a betting perspective, Henley's a better bet. Burns is probably better DFS play. Uh, Hideki's probably better DFS play in tournaments. Um but, yeah, honestly, guys, I just – I look at this range, and Snyder mentioned a second ago, there are so many guys in the – set. I, I could almost play the entire 7K range. Same. And I think I'm going to. I mean, it is – the 7K range is so good. And if you were look at my betting card, it's it's all 7K guys. It's just like sprinkles of 7K guys except for one guy who I bet big. Um, but aside from that, it's sprinkled the entire entire 7K range of – you know, fifty dollar bets at eighty to one, which is I, I love I love that strategy this week.
0: That's where the winners come from, even deeper sometimes. So I mean your your boy Jim Herman won this three. We are on time.
3: Jim Herman. We are on one hundred percent. I mean, this is Jim Herman won this tournament. This is a Hermie track.
2: This no, is a Hermie it, track. Come on. Let's
3: get this straight. <laughs> we are on Jim Herman. I may play, I'm playing 20 lineups. I may play hundred percent Jim Herman. So, is this this the
2: event where he was like shaking, drinking that water? Yes, he
3: he he ran down Billy Ho, embarrassed Billy Ho, ran down Billy Ho. It was like during COVID. I remember I was over my buddy's house, we're sitting here, and I had like Billy Ho at 30 to 1, something simple. I'm like, oh, this fucking Muppet, Jim Herman's not going to run him down. Jim Herman owned my life, and since then I've been a Jim Herman.
1: He's missing a cut.
3: And re- re- <laughs> realise no. Jim Herman is not one to be fucked with. So I, I will yeah. a, uh, I will at the very least play Jim Herman in first and second round uh, showdown. And I'm gonna have I mean he's free. That's so all um, you're gonna be
1: able to play him, Jeff.
3: You, wait, what's that? You won't be able to play him in third and fourth round. Hey Laps, up. Give me give me two to one of Jim Herman making the cut for hundred bucks. Deal, bet. All right, bet. That's all I needed. There's my action for the show. There might
2: be some weather. i have just pulled up the weather there on Windfinder. It looks like it could be pretty windy Thursday. And you think
3: weather affects Jim Herman? You realize <laughs> what you're talking about? You I just, I just that that. The uh, call from a generation. <laughs> weather doesn't impact Jim Herman. Jim
1: Herman's there could the worst player of the week. Advantage like,
2: <laughs> really early, late. Like early, late. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man, I'll
2: have to dive into it more tomorrow, but uh, the, best part thinking of, thinking the best part—the best part that,
0: that Jim Herman has when it gets windy out there is his teeth start to whistle. Well, the wind <laughs> starts blowing through his teeth, it gets that whistle going.
3: If you guys actually watch Jim Herman, though, he, true story, he does hit like just a low ball. He does. He, yeah. he does hit a yeah. really low ball, and he's a he, <laughs> listen, he's a really good ball striker. He's just a really shitty putter. It's true, but I mean Jim Herman is like. He, I love, I mean, I'm in. 100% I'm in. They're probably all me. I, I, just despite you guys want to play 100% Jim Herman um, <laughs> in, in, in DFS. Well, you're still
0: up. It doesn't matter. You can play 100% him at the Masters, and he's not even in the field, and you're still up.
1: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so, I'll take, I'll take true. Van Royen over Herman.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'll, I'll pass, but <laughs>
0: they're
1: both all terrible.
3: Right.
0: <laughs> all right, we'll move. Well, Snyder, are you done looking at the weather? You want to talk about the 7K range? You can go all the way down or just talk talk about the top half if you want to know. The bottom half pretty big. Uh, yeah. 7,500 down is a pretty large range. So, yeah, you talk about any high points that you like. Yeah, for
2: sure. Uh, I'm going to definitely be uh, big on Billy Ho this week. Uh, AP had him last week, talked me into him last week. I played him last week. I know he had a, a pretty good bet on him at 110 to 1. Uh, it was. Semi-sweaty uh, going into uh, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I'll be going right back to him. He's got some great, great, excellent history here as well. So this is definitely a Billy Ho track. Like uh, back in 2020 where he got second, uh, I think Eric Cole's fine if you want to go there. Uh, I'm probably not going to go to Mr. Waterland. I'm uh, not going to be on J.J. Spawn. I uh, really like Billy Ho. Um, Interesting with Akshay there. Uh, he didn't end up getting his points for that win or something I seen. Uh, so he had to uh, come back to try and make the playoffs. He'll be motivated. I don't know if I'll play him. I think Harris English is a fine play. I don't see many people getting to him. I think Harris English is going to come in 5%, 6 7% ownership. I think he's fine for tournaments. I'll go to him. Um, 7,500 guys. There's a couple flop like guys I'll be going to. I'll go right back to Glover. I'll definitely go right back to my guy, Mark Hubbard. I really like his uh, chances of bouncing back here this week. Uh, I'm going to play Hubbard quite a bit, and then I'm going to play a lot of uh, Billy Horschel as well.
0: Yeah, I think Horschel started to find something over at the Scottish Open. I think he had four rounds in the 60s, or his last three rounds were in the 60s. Uh, I don't know where he finished in the British Open, but I'm pretty sure you start to see a little trend there, and maybe that confidence carries over. And uh, we see that return this week, where he's had a really good, really good success. Um, sixth place in 2019, second in 2020, and a mediocre T27 last year. So, uh, Locks, any thoughts on uh, on Snyder's plays here? Are You kind of on the same on the same train. There's a lot of course history too. I will say, so that's kind of scaring people off, which I'm excited to play some guys that have some uh, some form with uh, a lot of miscuts here, and I might just sprinkle some in and, and look for the win after that.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. <clears throat> a couple of names that are interesting here and a couple names. I agree with Snyder. Um, I'm pretty much off of the top few guys. There's actually three guys um, that I'm looking at in a row here. Eric Cole, Billy Ho and Harris English. Those are probably three of my favorite plays down in here. Um, just, I mean, course, history wise, decent, but also just playing good golf. Eric Cole has been playing golf, good golf all year. I think he's just, I mean, $7,700 to me is just too cheap for the guy still. I think so. I'm going to be heavy on Eric Cole. Billy Ho seems like he found it um, or at least a little bit and he's gotten it back and then he's at a course that he's been playing well at. So I'll be going back to Billy Ho. Um, Harris English, I'll play. Mark Hubbard's another guy. I don't think Snyder mentioned. I do have a little bit of interest there. Um, Maybe you guys can lean me one way or the other. I'm not sure which way I want to go yet, but I do have slight interest in him. Webb Simpson's another guy that course history wise, I mean, I know he's a tough name to mention <laughs> Jeff you look like you're no um, I'll gladly take him over Jim Herman if you'd like <laughs> but, um, I think I might have to go a little web on, at like two three percent maybe even less uh, why not I'll throw in a little web and I'll gladly take him over your boy if you want I gotta figure um, I, I gotta figure what the price is on Jim give me
3: four to one on Jim Herman versus web and it's a bet. <laughs> Oof, That's steep
2: you may have to. That. That's play the That's, the, That's the
3: appropriate price. That's
2: tough. You play you play web with JT because those JT. What both Mr. Mr. It, it, it,
3: it doesn't matter. Whoever finishes higher. Okay, I'll think about it.
1: All right, let me it until me. the end of the show.
0: You guys might be rooting for WDs on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: Um, <laughs> um, but how far are we going? Are we go going the whole seven k range. I can just finish it out with who I'm thinking. Yeah, 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 however, however you want to do it. Um, going down here, uh, Matt Kuchar is another guy that I have slight interest in at these kind of tracks. Alex Noren's playing a little bit better golf, so I think him sub, I think he's going to be probably around 5% if I'm looking at it correctly. Um, definitely some interest there. Hogard's a guy we've mentioned all year. Just a, really a good ball striker, to Green-wise. He's just got to get some putts to fall. And I'm just naming some guys that I'm going to see a little bit lower owned down here that I don't mind sprinkling in. Kevin Hughes, a guy we've mentioned um, at Stone 7K flat. And then really looking down here, maybe a little Stuart Sink. I don't know how I feel. I'm going to kind of let you guys talk me into him or out of him. And then I think Eckrote actually is going to be one of my favorite plays down here at $7,100. Austin Ekrot, um is very interesting to me. Super popular play last week, kind of let everybody down, so I think that keeps his ownership low. But before that, just playing super good golf. Um, ball striking and everything else. I just think sub five percent this week. Sign me up for a seventy one hundred dollar Austin Necro All
0: right, Jeff. Any any
3: thoughts in this range? You said you are going to play
1: everyone.
0: You
3: want to just put down everyone? I mean, bro, I got I have so many thoughts here. Um <laughs> But what I mean I mean the, the the goat is like I keep saying, and one of my favorite songs is is, uh, is one of my favorite new country songs is. is, is is to put a Rolex on a redneck. And I keep saying that. And every time I say that we're talking about the tractor driving redneck from, you know, Southern Indiana. And, uh, my my boy, Adam Shank. I love Adam Shank this week. Nobody's going to play Adam Shank this week. Nobody's going to be on Shank. He grades out so well. I mean, all he did before, you know, the open was fourth, seventh, you you know, we all know what Adam Shank's done recently. Right. And, and, Adam Shank, I absolutely love him. I bet him, um, I bet him three hundred bucks at seventy to one to win twenty k,
1: and
3: I I love Adam Shank this week.
1: Um, I'm with you there, Jeff. Good call.
3: Yeah, uh, Eric Cole, I like Eric Cole. I like Hubbard. These locks, you guys, you mentioned. I'm going to play some of the glove. Um, you know, you, you you mentioned that you mentioned the guys who don't have great course history here. The glove fits in there. I, I like the glove. Svenson, Jesus. I mean, terrific. I'll uh, play some some. He plays out terrifically here. I'll play some Svensson. Todd Father. I'll play some Todd Father. Norin, you mentioned Norin. I think he's great. Um, I'll play a little Sue. God, the Gim Reaper looks so good here. I'm gonna play. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, everybody named Woo. I'm gonna play. Um, Brandon, Dylan, pick your Woo. I'm gonna play every single Wu. Um. <laughs>
2: And you guys I, haven't mentioned the best play yet. I, I didn't. Remember I was gonna anything.
3: say that. I was gonna say well, that Snyder. Hang on, I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting, to, I'm getting there. I'm, <laughs> saying, I mean, I love Ches Reevy. I'm gonna play some Ches Reevy, and uh, I'm gonna play some some Sam Snyder. So if you're talking about Ben Griffin, spare me because he's not the best play. He's or a soldier. If, you're, if you're talking about Putnam, he's not the best play. But um, I, I'm in on Reavy. I'm in on Snyder, and I like uh, Ekro, too. So those are. Guys I like in this range. which is Sam Snyder might be on a
0: different tournament this week. (laughs) What's that that again? Sam Snyder.
3: I'll take a miscut from him. I mean Sam Ryder.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering.
3: Bro, bro, I'm I'm drinking long drink. It's (laughs) all right.
0: I knew what you meant. Everyone knew what you meant. (laughs) But I still got to call it out. It's like uh, Big T gets pissed at me. I call bullshit
3: out. That's that's amazing, Sam uh, Ryder. That's what I was talking. But Sam, right. Sam Ryder Ryder's two seventh last week. He's got Graves out well coming in. He's played here a million times. He's not a bad play.
0: And he always just gets hot and he goes low and he goes low for three and a half rounds.
3: So right. yeah. when he does and, it, and then his and then his pants squeezes nuts and he tightens up and he can't fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, terrible. I was impressed. He did pretty well at the
0: uh, was it the Farmers? Like he he was first round lead at the Houston Open a couple of years ago. I think it was the Houston or Valero. And uh, that makes sense for him to do well there. But the Farmers is a big, big golf course. So yeah, pretty cool. Um Snyder, do you want to talk about who the, the best play is, or do you need me to tell you who the best play is here?
2: Uh, we might be on the same path. I don't know. Like, he was a soldier last week. Top twenty last week. He was. uh No, and it's 20. not the
0: same play. You still don't have the best play.
2: Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> you, you
0: can you can tell the people who's who's your. My guy missed a cut last week. I still think he's the best play, but who
2: knows. Ben Griffin's the best play. I mean, he played so good in these weaker fields earlier in the year. And now lately he's kind of coming on again. He was a uh, fourth place here last year. T 20 last week. He's doing good off the tee of the approach. Everything's good for him. Uh, the putters right there. Uh, I like Ben Griffin this week to uh, back up his top five last year with possibly another, at least top 10 here. I think this week, uh, I do like Doug Gim here at the bottom. I think Ches Reeby's fine here. This is kind of like a Ches Reeby course. Um, some other guys down there. I don't think I'm going to get to too many guys. I always like some upside that Sam Ryder brings in these weaker-type fields. I think he's solid. Uh, Kevin Hughes, the guy I've played uh, quite a few times this year and last year. Uh, uh, that's about it. Uh, do we go back to your boy, uh, MJ Daffy, or... For the hell we said his name. Go uh,
0: back to that means you you went to him at some point.
2: I played a little bit of him last week. He made the cut. That was about it. I, he did beat Aberg, that which is all right.
0: <laughs> uh, you would have got good money on that. Yeah. Um. No. So the guy I'm going to be playing that I that I played last week, um, and he grades out well, including the miscut. It doesn't have Barracuda data, but I don't really care about that. Had a T14 at the Rocket Mortgage, six at the Barbersall. Same strength field, to be honest, maybe a little bit better than the Barbasol. Um, Taylor Penrith, 7,500. Uh, dude, the dude's playing really good golf. Had a string of missed cuts earlier, like middle of the season, but started off the season really well. And I think the guy's really talented. Um, Irons are good. But outside of that, you guys kind of hit the nail on the head with pretty much everybody else. I think Harris English is going to get overlooked. I do like going to him. Lucas Glover. Uh, you talked about Doug Gim, Jeff. I like Doug Gim. Um and yeah, Ches Reeve has kind of bad course history. Played him last week. He's losing some strokes around the green. I think this is a good a good bounce back spot for Ches oh, Reevy.
3: It's an elite bounce back spot. What? But my, my way to listen, I am a am a Harris English stan. Like I am a card carrying Harris English stan. I am off Harris English this week, and it's largely because of the kid narrative. He just had a daughter. He probably hasn't been playing a bunch of. I mean, I I I'm normally. This will be a spot where I'd be all over Harris English. I yeah. am full fade Harris English this week, okay. and I am as big a Harris English fan as there is.
0: Yeah, he's been playing. He's been playing so good. This was like a bounce. This him and Ricky Fowler. I mean, Ricky Fowler's on a different level, but like Harris had a pretty rough twenty yeah. twenty one well, and twenty two. He was hurt. Yeah, he was injured.
3: He was okay. hurt. He was 22.
0: Hurt. Yeah. Nice to see him come back. That's I did not what, know he that, had. And a that's kid.
1: what people forget. They forget about injuries and stuff too. Sure,
0: Especially for a guy like that. you sure. know.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: exactly have uh, uh, Harris English uh, injury alerts on my phone.
3: <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> no, <laughs> why not? <laughs> you know, Jeff has Jim Herman alerts. I, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got Jim Herman, Steps, Straka, uh, Harris English alerts. Those are my three <laughs> alerts. And obviously, Kepka. Those are my four alerts on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think Streelman's fine.
0: He's been playing really good. Um, what did he finish last week? Did he miss the cut or – mediocre at best right
2: It's strillman strillman did well last week he was uh second oh,
0: t2 yeah. yeah yeah so i do like strillman um he was he was not part of the the band I like stuff. around
1: five percent i think that's sneaky too
0: yeah and he has good course history he's got t7 in, in 2021 i don't care about the miscut last year he lost three and a half strokes putting yeah strillman and again he's another one of those guys like probably most like 95% of the PGA tour guys, when they start playing well, they have a nice three-week run. So Streelman's in that stretch. Um, his irons have been great for a long time, just been putting bad. So I do like him coming back here to a course where he's had success. Um, yeah, I mean it's a it's a it is, I mean, to Jeff's point, it's a pretty good range to uh to get a good bit of exposure. Um, Jeff, do you have any thoughts on spawn? Oh, 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 all
3: right. i been playing some
0: spawn. His iron's a bit like his his numbers for me at least have been looking decent. That's yeah. not really done much with it, it,
3: it. No, honestly, honestly, Drew. Like I, I usually am a JJ Spawn mm-hmm. guy. I'm not this weak. And and frankly, it was just like, I just looked at this and I when I ran my models, like, are you have you finished in the top 30 in any tournament lately? Have you finished in the top 30 here? And are you in the top 30 in my long-term or short-term model? If the answer is no to all of those boxes, I X you out. So, um, so he, so you know, he didn't make the cut for me. One last guy I'll add is Cheston Hadley, um, 8th and 15th here, 27th and 24th in the last four weeks. He, I think he's worth a look. Um, the TFS may be the last guy in or something. He's certainly worth a look. But there's, we're, we're getting some guys I really like here. Obviously, yeah. the GOAT is 6,200, but I like the 6K range <laughs> a little bit here. There's some guys that are really interesting here. Well, I'll start
0: with you then. I'll let you lead off the 6K range. And you can't lead off with Jim Herman. Right. Frankly, you can't talk about him anymore. It's been well, too much Jim Herman.
3: We will then, be, we'll be about, blocked on YouTube. How about Captain Captain Dude Wipes? We're going to play a little Duff Daddy. Duffner. We're going to play a little Duff Daddy at 6,300. I think like if he's like probably going to be 10% for me. Uh, Duff Daddy. I'm going to play... God, I'm going to gamble probably and play a little Ryan Moore. I'm gonna play a little Zach Blair, guys. For me, this is a Carson Young week. I'm in on Carson Young, two hundred to one. That's a and he's like plus six fifty top twenty and like plus two fifty top forty. I'm I'm a love betting on Carson Young this week, so I'm in on that. But I I love Justin Lower. I think he's a terrific play this week. Um, and I said I'm playing all the Woo's. I'm playing Dylan Woo. I mean, Dylan Woo looks so sexy here um so Dylan Wu I like Justin Lower I like um Carson Young little Zach Blair little Ryan Moore little Duffner and lock button Jim Herman
0: yeah Zach Blair's been so hit or miss
1: The lock button
3: yeah he's hit or miss but he's free (laughs) I mean he wants I I
0: mean I just I I mean that more in a positive way than a a negative way like yeah I've, I've yeah, I was impressed after he uh, he finished second a month and a half ago, and then missed a cut right after that, and then he bounces back to some good rounds. So yeah, he's just been and, yeah. The dude is talented for being five foot six, so maybe
1: five foot four. He's not as free as Jim Herman.
0: I didn't say <laughs> it. I didn't say it. <laughs> um, all right, Snyder, we'll go to you. Any uh, any strong leans here in the six feet range?
2: Uh, we got Cameron Champ there at 6,900 again. I uh, will not be going back to him.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it's a, such a good course fit. You would just contemplate that.
2: <laughs> I it's a
1: great flop leg spot.
2: There's only one course you can play him on, and he withdrew from it last week. So that's just hurtful there. I think uh,
1: he actually plays.
2: <laughs> I, think he, I mean, the only course he plays good on, he withdrew. I mean, he'll come here and shoot like 85 probably, uh. Uh, Callum Tarum's fine up there. He played well last week. He's been having some good events there, too. Rocket Mortgage Travelers, Canadian Open. Was top 30 here last year. I think he's fine at 6,900. Uh, I do like some Dylon Wu there at uh, 6,900. I think he's a fine play there. I, I was on him some last What'd week.
3: What did you call him that Dylon Wu? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt
0: called him that one time. and That's I mean, Twitch, before, He took offense to it.
2: <laughs> now, I've called him that for like couple of years.
0: <laughs> oh, did you? Then it's your fault.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's all that one's on me, I bet. <laughs> but uh I think Sam Bennett's fine if you want to go there. I don't know if I'll get to him. 69 and he's like a fill in play or something. Uh Andrew Novox, the guy I played a couple times in these weaker type field events. He was top ten at the Canadian Open. Kinda flashed a little bit at the John Deere and kind of blew up on Sunday, but I don't think I'll be going to Doc Redman, Grayson Sig right there. Um, mainly, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of upside guys here. Like Adam Long was playing well for a while last week. Uh, that was an Adam Long course. So um, trying to find some more guys here. I don't think. Hey,
3: hey guys, I forgot him. It's not. I, mean, I interrupt you. Yeah, yeah this is a week you can play Zach Johnson. Seriously, Zach, who you can play Zach Johnson this week. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Zach Johnson.
2: He's <laughs> still on a tour? Zach.
3: Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson.
2: Fair enough. Yeah, That's I mean, great. you can get to this. Is, this is like a Zach Johnson old man. Uh, That's exactly right. That's, <laughs> yeah.
3: That's why you can play Jason Dufner.
2: Yeah, I will have some Carson Young in the pool again. I just... I've played him quite often. Uh, I was up big on him early in the year. He's uh, been taking some of that money away from me the last couple of weeks, but I think he's fine here. Uh, um, Don't think I'll get to many other of these guys down here. I think Zach Blair, the play is fine. He was second at Travelers. Last week he was top 15. I think he's fine. He has missed two cuts here uh, the two times he's played it, but I think he's fine if you want to go there. Uh, Kramer Hickok. 6,400. Uh, he's made the cut here a couple times. I don't think I'm gonna play a lot of these 6K guys, though. Uh, just the way my roster builds are going, I think it's gonna be like a Russell, Henley, Denny, and 7K guys. But uh, it's fine. I think this is an event, though, also where a lot of the lower price guys are just as good. You can leave a lot. It wouldn't surprise me if the optimal lineup had like 3K left on the table this week or something like that.
0: Yeah, I only have a handful left to mention. Then locks you didn't get to go yet, right? No, not yet. You're good. <laughs> I'll bring you here in just a second. Um, I think this is a nice spot to uh so play some Grayson Sig. Uh I think people played him last week. I didn't play any of them, and I don't know, I don't know why they played him. And this would be a better place for Grayson Sig. And he actually grades out pretty well. And I will say, Jeff, Herman in my sheet actually is green for all of his weighted proximities against the field, which <laughs> I need to check my data or something, but, uh, he is positive. So he technically pops for me.
3: Um, yeah, Zach, Blair does. Uh, hey, hey, so, hey, Drew, how many lineups do you plan? I'll probably do five, probably do five main lineups. <laughs> how many lines do you have Jim Herman in of those five?
0: One. I'll all right. Do one. All right Lisa, no.
3: We got 20%. You're 20% Jim Herman. I love it.
0: Just because I can't, I couldn't deal with a text on Sunday <laughs> saying, dude, how much <laughs> money did you make? you like zero. <laughs> <laughs> when he wins. So yeah, it'd definitely be one. Um it'll be in the lowest dollar amount I can find too.
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> um
0: I'll, take some, I'll, I'll bet on though. I'll bet, I'll I'll take some bets on him as well. Um I definitely won't be missing out on that. Um I like David lipsky at 6900 as well. I'm playing a good fair share of him. I think what'd you say, Snyder, Taren. He's okay. I mean, honestly, I do think putting to a point is is somewhat important here, and Calentaren has shown none of it of late. Yeah. So that always scares me. Like, again, like approach is important. Down here, you, you kind of – you can't just have the pick of the litter. So you're trying to just cherry pick guys that look like they have some upside. But, yeah, I, I do like Zach Blair, 6,500. Um, Jason Duffner, I, pro- I probably won't get to him. Yeah, Herman Herman is fine there, and uh, I might go to Marty Dow, 6,400 as well. Um, That's probably it. Like I said, I probably will be pretty selective on the 6 K race. Grayson Sig, though, just seems like the guy that will get overlooked a bit, and this seems like the course for him. It's a little bit shorter, just dink it down the fairway. Just make a putt, please. Lox, I'll go to you now. Sorry, we had to go around the horn twice. Actually, I think – no, it wasn't this range. I think Snyder did the 7Ks twice.
2: I did half the 7 case. <laughs> oh, yeah, did yeah he
0: half.
1: only did half and then
2: oh, okay.
0: It. He started going through again. I was like, nice, we're going to recap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> all right,
1: logs. But um, I, I don't know. I don't see myself getting down here too much. Like I said, I'm kind of leaning towards fading the 10Ks, so I don't see myself ending down here too much. Um, out of respect to Jeff, I have to put – I got to put Jim Herman in there once. Um, I have to, <laughs> gotta respect my guy. Um, I will say that is Rory Sabatini gonna play? Because I think I would take him straight up over Jim Herman. That's just how I feel about it.
3: I mean, I'll take that bet. Obviously, I mean, that, <laughs> that game.
1: Hundo uh, bet. All right, so I got that. Um, <laughs> he's my he's my low owned six K flat. Just throw him in there course history a couple times hey we're, we're throwing it in there he's going in once and so is jimmy herman how just about brian stewart brian stewart
3: 6k flat good course history
1: i uh, i can see that i don't mind him richie royansky i mean there's a couple names down here that if you want to take some flyers hey have at it um I, i've definitely played worse but in gpps obviously only but looking up here i'm not honestly playing van Ruyen. he just he looks awful so I'm off of that completely. Zach Blair, I think, is a great call. Um, definitely have liked him since he came back uh, 13th last week. So a good call down here. Will Gordon's a guy I'm kind of torn on. I don't know what to do with. He's kind of been hemming and hawing on him at $6,600. Neither one of you guys mentioned him, so I think that just takes me completely off the guy. Um, Carson Young, I- I've been on him all year. I'll keep playing him. He hasn't looked great, but I'll gladly play I wouldn't mind locking him in, honestly.
3: Dude, in lock, he's, 200, he's 201 as a bet. I mean, if that's yeah. $25 a $25 bet, I don't know what. You have
1: works. to do that. I mean, you absolutely yeah. have to do that. Yeah, I'm honestly contemplating locking him in at 6,600. Yeah. Um, I, I just think it's a great play, I personally. Agree. I agree. I'm going to be off the rest of these guys. Sig is a great call. Um, I'll definitely sprinkle in a little bit of him, Drew, Drew so I'm there with you on that one. And then Novak up here and Dylan Wu, I think, are great calls, too. Lipsky, I don't know. You guys are on him or off him? I didn't really. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna play some him. Lipsky, so I'm in on Lipsky. Yeah, as well. his irons have been good, but like I said, I don't know. I'm not really. I'm not gonna end here very often this week. Who was the uh, Who was the bet at sixty six hundred? Carson Young. Okay.
3: Yeah, he's a. Tr- I I I bet him outright. I bet him top twenty plus six fifty, and I bet him top forty plus two fifty.
2: I like the top 40. Okay.
3: And then uh, I got Jim Herman to ship at even money. So that's, uh, that's fine. I
1: think we're into our
3: winners, boys. I'm, 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 I'm worried that we're we, going we to steam Herman up to like 5%. No shot. <laughs> <laughs> no shot because people will get
0: down there.
2: <laughs>
0: people will build and have like 70, 100 left. I'm like, well, we got Herman. Don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was gonna say too is like you're gonna fade the 10k and have herman you're gonna leap. you're basically gonna have like you're gonna have like 9k left like a <laughs> salary you have like a whole player
3: you could have played i'm gonna have i'm gonna have to lock in you need some, seven players I'm have to lock in sunjay and hideki just to get jim urban to fit <laughs> yeah if you play herman you better watch your
0: optimizer because they'll be jamming <laughs> two tens for sure all right um I'm not familiar with going around the room for the winners. Um, Uncle T always tricks me into these in these games with picking high and low. So I'll let Snyder carry over from the show from here for the uh, Pick the winner segment.
2: Yeah, we can do uh, a regular and then a long shot. Uh, just interesting looking at the board here. I mean, every golfer here, you can get at least 20 to 1 on every guy in the field here this week, which I don't think I've ever seen, uh, at least for a long, long time. Uh, but for my favorite, I'm going to go uh, – I'm gonna find a decent longer shot. I mean, if you're if you're not betting Justin Thomas at 40 to one, that, that's the play. I mean, you can get Justin Thomas at 40 to one in this field. I will not uh, waste my money on that. But uh, definitely, if you like him, I think. That, I mean, you're never gonna. We never used to see Justin Thomas at 40 to one in loaded fields, let alone an event like this. I think he's fine. I'm gonna go with uh, Russell Henley for my winner, though at 20 to one. I like him up top quite a bit. Uh, Denny was right behind him for me. He's said, you can find Denny anywhere from 22 to 25. Uh, for my longer shot, I'm going to go down the board a little bit. Uh, I'm going to find Billy Horschel at 60 to 1. I think uh, he's got really good uh, odds to win this event. I think he's coming around, too. So I like Billy Ho, 60 to 1 for my long shot.
0: All right. Uh, Snyder, or, uh Locke, sorry. Locks. what do you got? <laughs>
2: Yeah, looking at it, I think
1: it's easy for me. Um, I think Denny McPutz is going to be my go-to here. I I think he's taking it down, getting his first PGA Tour win. Um, That's just where my head's at this week. I think that's where I'm sticking. Um, I think I kind of might have took in Jeff's, but I think he'll agree with me here possibly. Um, My long shot, I'm actually going to go way down. It's a guy at 6,600. I'm going to go Carson Young. Um, (laughs) Jeff likes the bet at 200 to one. I'm going (laughs) to take him as my long shot to win it. Let's go, Jeff.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, wow, that's elite. I mean, I that's an elite play. I love Carson Young. I'm not going to go quite down that that far down. I mean, guys, I, I mean, you yeah a lot. I mean, Denny Denny McCarthy's going to win this tournament. I mean, it, if it's not Jim Herman, it's going to be Denny McCarthy. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> basically that's that's basically it. Um, but but in all seriousness, um, I I love Denny McCarthy. I think he he grades out the best. And, and 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 honestly, close behind him. I uh, drew. You mentioned Chris Kirk. I'm big, big, big on Chris Kirk this week. So if I'm not picking Denny McCarthy as my lower guy, I'm going to pick Chris Kirk. Those are one and one a. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm all seriousness. I love Adam Shank this week. I'm big on Adam Shank. i bet him big. I will continue to play him a lot in DFS. I mean, Adam Shank's going to win, and, and he no one's going to be on him. And so I'm going to so in that order. McCarthy, one gun in my head. McCarthy, long shot. Shank and Herman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love it.
0: <laughs> All right, I will go I think Denny and see Siwoo are about the same odds. I think Denny Denny might win, but I think Siwoo might take him in a playoff. We'll go Siwoo Kim, that'll be my winner. And uh, I'll go down the board a bit. Um Anders, will be my long shot. You can get him at 80 81 about. So those will be my two. The deep deep balls just don't look like they're in play. Um 200 to one plus. So
3: Carson Young's a good
0: one, though. He really is. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. Absolutely. I'm just he's looking fine. through the other one. I see some fine. 400 to ones, and it's like I can't yeah. go very deep. Yeah. <laughs> like Robert Streb, 600 to one. No, <laughs> thank you. Jason Duffner's 400 to one if you really want to take a game. There, there you go. Jay Duff.
3: Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys Duffner against Jim Herman if anybody wants one. Nah. <laughs>
1: I'm already going be checking <laughs> my phone. I don't and need Yeah.
0: <laughs> This will be, the, locks will be the first person ever to go bankrupt on Jim Herman. Bets. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you end up on the street? I uh, bet against Jim Herman. I oh, Jim in Cameron. one tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Herman, no. yeah. Meanwhile, Jeff's up on the cliff in Pebble Beach <laughs> in the mansion, throwing breadcrumbs out the
3: locks. If he locks, if he does well, it might be. We're a Cincinnati Bearcats jersey repping Jim Herman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one else in the world
0: uh all right i think uh that'll do it right snyder no no other yeah i think we're good all right great um go ahead and smash the like button thank you richie smalls for reminding me i did a terrible job of doing that uh please like and subscribe thank you guys for commenting as well thank you to jeff for joining us snyder locks um i i, I don't know if you guys have any final thoughts or do final thoughts
2: Uh, There are some big news coming up uh, on Thursday. Thursday. We've got some huge announcements coming up. So make sure to tune in Thursday. We're going to have a new promo code with some uh, exciting news for both the tools and content coming uh, forward for NFL and college football this year. So make sure to stay tuned Thursday. uh, There'll be some big announcements coming.
0: Perfect. All right. All you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Jeff, Snyder, Locks, thank you for joining us. Join Best of luck Jeff. this week. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Go thanks, guys. <laughs> Jim Irvin.